Hello! Today's show, top two for me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's pretty late. It's like 8.30 right now. We're just finishing 8 o'clock here. It's been a long day. And we got a little slap happy in the studio. A lot of things are discussed. And also, the greatest general manager conversation in uh-huh. the history of general oh. managers in the NFL. <laughs> Chris Ballard came in and put on a goddamn show on the microphone. You're about to learn a lot. Uh, and I learned a lot about the ticket buying process uh-huh. whenever I got into this gig. Yes, yeah. Yeah. sure. Yep, because I had a little bit more free time. I started going to different shows, started going to different things, and I was shopping around on different ticket apps. It could be complicated. Oh. And it got very complicated, very motherfucking confusing. Yeah. Because oh. I would buy a ticket, and then the ticket that I thought I bought isn't the ticket huh. that I got. Wrong. I get catfished by somebody. You got got. So it. then I did get, you know what? You got got. I got got. You got got. I mean, I, I got mine. Yep. You yeah. got you don't got yours. But you got. But I got God as well. Mm-hmm. Until one company came into my life and changed everything. Hallelujah. And there that's right. Amen. And that is the presenting sponsor of this show, our friends at SeatGeek. Yeah. SeatGeek is the greatest uh, ticket buying platform on in planet Earth and the moon, we decided. And the moon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, the moon. Well, We're not sure about be concerts there soon. And in the ocean, too, by ocean. the way. Ocean. Yeah. And the ocean. Oh, in the ocean. ocean. We can't speak much beyond that. But we know they're the greatest because, ticket buying yeah. app. Earth, ocean, moon. moon. Yep. That it, it's not even debatable. Nope. Because what they do is they go and scan all of the other ticket platforms yeah. and make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. The best mm-hmm. ticket available at the best prices available for you, the best human on earth, because you're shopping at SeatGeek. And right now, if you use promo code Pat, you get ten dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's wow. insane. That's insane. Nothing to scoff at. You're alive, but are you living? Go live a little bit. And experience something live. <laughs> With SeatGeek. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Ballard. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is a man that people are saying is the greatest GM to enter the NFL in recent history. A man who did magic in the last draft. A man that had a vision and a culture that he wanted to build. They were one in five. Everybody was calling him the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. The team went on a run. He had the greatest draft class last year. He's looking to do the same this year. Ladies and gentlemen, Southern Handsome Man, general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard. Well, let me tell you something. Every time I start feeling like shit about myself, <laughs> I'm going to play. I want you to send that to me. <laughs> hey, you should be feeling good about yourself this week. This week is basically Super Bowl for talent evaluators and everything like that. Can you dig into your combine process a little bit? Are you as hands-on, or is this a scout's paradise this week? Well, no, it's all of us. I mean, I'm at, at heart, I'm a scout but look, I mean, the, to be able to get the best players, you know, I think three thirty-seven this year here, that and being able to go through the medical interviews and then get them to work out, um, it's a critical time for us. And and to get them all in one place, you know, under stressful conditions. I mean, I know people don't quite understand that, but it, it is. I mean, you know, they're getting up early in the morning and having to do a, a full day events. I mean, it's taxing on them. Then they got to perform. So we find out a lot this week. So I wasn't invited to the combine because you NFL <laughs> scouts uh, didn't think I was worth a shit. Nice. <laughs> but I've heard nothing but horror stories. You them all wrong. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, 
but I've heard nothing but horror stories from players that have done the combine from the 4 a.m. wake up calls to drug testing to the 15 minute meetings with teams that are just trying to learn everything they possibly can and maybe even do a gotcha type situation to the on field stuff. Has the combine become more of a dog and pony show than like an actual evaluator's paradise? Because it seems as if players are prepared for everything that could possibly happen. They are, but let me tell you, you can't, there's certain things you cannot hide. Like you can't, you can't hide if you have, if there's certain medical issues, you can't hide going into a, like our interviews are probably a little bit different than that. We're not trying to create gotcha moments in our interview sessions. I do, we turn them over to our coaches and let them evaluate, you know, what they can handle mentally um, just in that short 15 minute time period. And then you can hide, you know, your fundamental athletic talent, you know, with the testing that they do. You know, is it the end-all, be-all? No. Um, but saying that, it is an important part of the process. What is, it, what is an interview question? You Like, for instance, when we interview people here, my go-to is if you were a kitchen appliance, which <laughs> kitchen appliance would you be and why? You can answer that question and then tell me one that you use. <laughs> Ours are we like I don't ever try to create like to be honest with you. Hey, 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 I'm gonna let you know. You just avoided my hey, you just avoided my question there. I'm gonna have to dock you some points in the hiring process there, Valerie. Oh no, when they one day when they run me out of Indy, that's I'm coming to work for you. (laughs) We that's already decided. (laughs) <laughs> oh, amen. I can't wait. We got some shit you can do here for sure. Um, but what are your interview questions? Do you do like Dr. Phil psychology type questions? Like that kitchen appliance one. You're just no. trying to see how fast the person answers, why they answer that question, that type of stuff. Is that your type of thing or, or what is it? No, no. So we'll, we'll watch tape with a player. We want him to, ex- like to me, the gotcha moments, uh, we're, the, we're just not into that. I want to put him, put his tape on, and I want him to explain to us what's, what's going on, good and bad. You know, let's, let's pull four or five good plays. You know, tell us the play. Tell us what you were doing. Tell us what your teammates were doing. And then let's pull the bad plays off and give us an answer for – make us understand why this occurred. And you'd be surprised in 15 minutes what you can get out of players – you know, are they blaming others for their mistakes? Oh. Are they, do they have a growth mindset to where they understand, you know, what they did wrong oh. and willing to fix it? Um, and then do they understand, you know, what other people are doing um, on the offense or defense? That's, um, I just thought of, I just thought to myself, you asking, like a player, what happened on this one, and them getting flustered that you even brought up a bad play, mm-hmm. and then them throwing somebody else under the bus, and you not even having to do any more questions, just be like, oh, yeah, you'd be great in our locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that makes so much sense all of a sudden. It really does. No, that's one of the – look, that's an that, – I've talked about it today. That's an issue. I mean, it's an issue with players coming up today because they're in, they live in a highlight world. They want to show the best of what they've done. Well, ha- I mean, how are you going to get better if you're not looking at the stuff you screwed up? I mean, my God, I just look at myself. I f***ed up so much stuff here in the first, you know, year and a half. You know, eventually you got to do a self-evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> get better. Uh, there was a headline today that said you and your crew just got out of 18 straight 12-hour days. Is that accurate or a complete bullshit? No, that's accurate. That's so- very accurate. 
we uh, no, our process, you can hear I'm in an elevator right now going up. Our um, our process, we go through, go you know, 1,700 players, <laughs> and we go through everyone. I mean, we're in the business of, you know, eliminating. So we'll eliminate and get, I think we got down to about 216, and we sit in there and we go through every guy at nauseum. And then the guys that we still have on the board, we watch. And we watch them together. And, you know, one of the big things for our scouts, and they know it, I prove it on tape. Don't. There's a lot of creative writers, but you can't hide the tape. You can't hide what a guy does on tape. And, you know, between those meetings, and then we'll come back again in April, we'll have meetings through March and in April where they'll come in for another 16 days, and we'll rewatch every single guy again. And they've got to, by the time we get to the draft, for them to stay up on that board, they have to prove what they are um, that the scouts are saying they are. Okay, so going into combine, do you already know like what you're going to do in free agency? So you know that you can spend more time focusing on this type of stuff because we know we're going to take a shot on these couple players, or is it something that you're kind of figuring out as? Because I mean, everybody knows it's no secret. You don't have to say anything because it'd be dumb for you to say, it, but I'll say it. Everybody knows Indianapolis is a time where there's a lot of conversations happening about a lot of things. I mean, it's literally broadcasted on every single sports network today is saying how Indianapolis is where the movering and shaking gets done. So this week, do you? you with also the draft eligible players do you also do that with all the free agent stuff do you go through all their film all their maybe extra baggage bullshit and you have know that going in so you can evaluate possible free agents versus college guys or is it something that's an evolving process as you go no you nailed it so we'll spend the last two weeks of december and then the first two weeks of january with our pro staff and we go through every free agent um, on the board and we set up a board just like we do in college. And then when we go through the draft process, we're able to equal, you know, see where, okay, here's where there's some depth in free agency. Here's where depth is in the, on the, I mean, in the draft. And then we can start figuring out, okay, here are the needs we have. Here's where I think we can fill them. Um, whether it's using free agency or it's the draft. Okay, so you have always said to be a great, great franchise, you have to build from within. You have to reward your young players that do well. You have to take care of your guys so that when people come to the Colts, they know if they do everything right, they're going to get paid off in the end. They're not going to get fucked over. You also are a guy who has over $100 million this upcoming uh, free agency spending spree. You told me before that that money will go quick. Should fans or the NFL in general, expect an active Chris Ballard, or is it going to be strategic use of the cash? No, it'll be strategic. Um, and I'll never say never, because if the right opportunity presents itself, I mean, there's a lot that goes into a player uh, changing teams, especially for big dollars. I mean, he's got to want the team. The team's got to want him. The dollars have to match. Um, and all that stuff has to come into play. So, you know, getting the right fits. I mean, you know, I always laugh when people said we haven't been active in free agency. I said, no, we, we have been active. I mean, Danico Autry, Jabal Shear, uh, Marcus Hunt, those were all, you know, free agent acquisitions that, that helped our club. And, you know, we'll continue to, to use free agency to supplement 
the majority of your roster to have long-term success has to come from within. Um, now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all draft picks. I'm, I'm not, you know, oblivious to the fact that, you know, that could take forever, but a guy like Kenny Moore, who we claimed, um, those kind of undrafted free agents, like, you know, Rigo, um, those guys can help build, uh, the core of your team and the character of your team that you want. So, Young players that do things the right way will try to, and they produce, we'll try to do everything we can to keep them. Will it work out to be 100%? Not always. And I tell our players this look, I want, at the end of the day, I, my job's to, to build a winner. But on the flip side, every player that comes in, if you do what we're asking you to do and you buy into the program, you're going to make good money, whether it's here or somebody else. Now, players will get a little pissy about this every once in a while, but eventually they get it. And sometimes we can't match what another team's matching. Well, that's okay. Good for your family, man. Good for you. You went and made a big paycheck somewhere. That's why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, to make you're, you're doing it to win, but you're also doing it to provide for your family long term, and I get that. Boy, it's getting good. Oh, oh, yeah. You haven't heard anything yet. Nope. Just wait. Let's let's. I mean, we should get back to it as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah we should go. The right hire can make a huge impact on your business. Yep, that's why it's so important to find the right person. But where do you find that individual? Where did Jim Irsay find Chris Ballard? I don't know if that's factual. Actually, <laughs> you can post a job on a job board and hope the right person will find your job. But think about it: how often do you hang out on job boards? Huh? Never, never. Nope. Don't leave finding someone great to chance when you can post your job to a place where people go every single day to make connections, grow in their career, and discover job opportunities. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited top job boards, but 9 out of 10 members are open to new opportunities. And with 70% of the U.S. workforce on LinkedIn, posting on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of more of the right people. Uh-huh. People who are qualified for your role and ready for something new. It's the best way to find the person who will help you grow your business and why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. There's a whole countdown thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry to LinkedIn.com slash McAfee and get $50 off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com slash McAfee to get $50 off your first job post. L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. LinkedIn.com slash McAfee. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get back to Chris Ballard. Okay, so last year... Let me, I'll say this. My first preseason football game were the Indianapolis Colts. I had just earned the punting job. I didn't know how to punt when I got drafted. First game, my first punt was 63 yards in the air. My second punt was 62 yards in the air. Everybody was like, holy shit, we got a guy, right? But for me, going into that second preseason game, in my head, I was like, okay, I got to do better than I did in the first preseason game. And I ended up playing like shit, to be honest. I had a couple shanks. I still didn't understand fully how to punt, but I kind of put too much pressure on me that second preseason. Then I had to have a full mental mental figure out session. For you, you are coming out of one of the hottest draft rounds in the history of a general manager. And I mean that with you pulled a needle out of a haystack with Darius Leonard, just 
beautifully. Everybody was mocking your draft. Quentin Nelson is going to be a franchise changer, and you took an offensive lineman in the first round. I mean, you had an incredible draft. We can go through the entire thing. Do you feel a little bit more pressure? Like, hey, everybody's expecting a great draft out of Chris Ballard, or is this just like, yeah, that's what we do. That's why we put in all the hours, and you have a lot of confidence going in in your squad. No, that's what we do. Uh, (laughs) I have a lot of confidence in not only myself, but our team um, and the scouts that we have. We're a very talented group of guys, and they know where the standard's at. And I I laughed, I mean, almost, you know, last year in the, the, like, we don't ever let anybody else set our expectations. I mean, f*** that. We we set our expectations. And uh, it's almost, you know, people are so scared of the unknown. They're all scared when when you go with the unknown. Well, we're not. We're not. We're not scared to draft. We're not scared to bring in players that others might disagree with and and still win football games. I mean, I, I just think that at the end of the day, we set expectations internally, and that's just that's how we're going to roll. What an, that's a that's like a real hey. That was one of the most gangster answers I've heard in a long time. I want to let you know that. But when you when you come out of like that incredible draft last year, you can't act like that. It's like Tom Brady can walk into a building and say, I'm the baddest motherfucker alive or whatever he said, because he's proved that he is. You, I loved everything you just said there. A couple quick questions, to, and then let you go. I know you're a very busy man. We're very thankful that you stopped by here today. Um, the style of college football. It's a fast, spread them out. Defenses are basically non-existent in most uh, conferences. Now, granted, the Big Ten or whatever the hell it's called, the, the Big Ten is a power football place or whatever. Have you found it difficult to well, – obviously not, but do you notice and uh, realize a challenge in evaluating talent now with the way the game has changed in college – and do you think the way the game is changing college is also the reason directly why the NFL is changing to kind of keep up with college football? That's a good question. Um, That's what we do here. Do I think it's more difficult. <laughs> um, the, the O-line and D-line, and I'm going to give you a reason why, are harder to evaluate just because of the amount of plays. So um, I think sometimes they're going so fast um, and they're running 100, 112 plays a game, um, whatever the number is they're running. They're running a bunch, which when I first started scouting, they were, you know, in the, se- in the you know, 70, 75 range. Um, so they get tired faster, especially on the defensive line. They, they can't – it's hard to sometimes evaluate the rushers because, you know, you're out on the field and you're, they're running a play every 20, 25 seconds, and all of a sudden you're out there for 10 – you know, 10 straight plays, guys get tired. They get gassed easily. Um, so to me, it's, it's harder to evaluate the fronts. Wideouts have always been more difficult um, to evaluate just because they don't see the physical play at the line of scrimmage within the first five yards um, that they're going to see in our, in our league. Um, so you've just got to make sure you're honing in on the traits that have made players successful in the past and know that your coaching staff's got to be really good from a fundamental standpoint that we're going to be able to get them up to speed, you know, when they get in our building. Poor coaching is an epidemic in the NFL, I think, and it hasn't really come to the light until these shortened practice sessions have been enforced with the new, uh, you get it. What is it? 
CBA. CBA. There it is. I knew it was three letters. <laughs> you get it. The new CBA. I, I do believe that you you see who has good coaches and who doesn't with the new CBA because there's such limited time to work with them. Uh, final question, just a little quick rundown here. You said it's hard to evaluate uh, D. Lyman. Makes sense. Also, wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a certain wide receiver that is very good in the NFL, we've learned, and he is on the market, and he has a blonde mustache now. He met with a billionaire down in Florida just a couple weeks ago. Are you looking for a potential another explosive offensive weapon uh, that has a proven NFL history this upcoming free agency, and how much will you pay them? You can make that announcement right now. <laughs> I don't know. Who you're, who are you talking about? Oh, yeah. uh, well, let's just say hypothetically, would you... <laughs> <laughs> give up, say, a first or second round pick for a proven perennial Pro Bowl wide receiver who's 30. Who's 30 years Pat, old. You changed your voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Steelers fan looking for some picks. Um, I assume you won't give us that answer. Uh, and I respect it, to be honest. But I think we're all very excited to see hey, what you uh, do, hey. man. Hey, congrats, too, by the way, on, on getting engaged. I'll tell you what, Chris. Forever's a long time, hey, man. Way it through. Hey, way to fake it through, big dog. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, and no, let me, uh, in all seriousness, best thing you'll ever do. It's the best thing I ever did in my life. I couldn't, uh, I would not be where I am today without my wife. She's un, She's unbelievable. When you met, when you marry your best friend in life, um, and get ready to go on this journey. There's nothing better. And especially the, like the pictures. They were showing me the pictures walking over here. Dude, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> you got your shorts on. You in front of the helicopter. I mean, it was freaking awesome. Hey, I appreciate that. I got a text from Chuck that said that he was happy that he proposed to Tina a long time ago <laughs> after she saw all those photos. Unbelievable. Oh, that's something I should ask you about. Frank Reich. Hey. Just a year ago, I was in a goddamn press conference for Frank Reich directly after Josh McDaniels gave the old swoop-de-swoop. What an incredible find in decision yeah. that ended up being with Frank Reich. You guys got to, yeah, you got to absolutely love how this has all grown together. You and him seem to be like peanut butter and jelly, you know, <laughs> like you, 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 peas and carrots, and, and, and you get it. <laughs> really, though, this has been an incredible. You two seem to be tight. He's pretty good. Yeah. He, um no, he's Frank is Frank gets it now. I mean, he's mature, um, very patient. Uh, he he's not he doesn't he never he's the same guy every day. Um, and one of the like one of the really cool things about him, like he thinks it doesn't matter who he thinks he can win. I mean, he's got that trait to where it. Hey, Chris, just get us the right type of guys, and I'll we'll make it work. Oh. We'll we'll find a way to win. Um, and I, and I love that about it. I mean, I do, I love that there's, there's never an excuse. Um, we're going to try to get it done. And I think the locker room feels that I really do. That's such a magical thought. You know why though? I mean, he's, he comes back down 35 or whatever it is when the bills, when they have all their backups and yeah. he's like, yeah, it don't matter. Let's go. Let's get this way. <laughs> Frank Reich's an incredible man. So are you, Chris, who, who, who do you need to add? Where do you need to add depth at? Um, well, I mean, I, I think we got still a young roster. Um, I think we need to continue. I mean, you know, look, O line, D line is always going to be a priority. Um, it just, it always will be. Um, and because I just believe long term, that's how you win in this league. I mean, I, I mean, just look at the Super Bowl. 
Um, you know, those are two great football teams playing each other. Um, but at the end of the day, New England won, won the game up front. And so those will always be priorities for us um, going forward. Do we get it done every year the way you want? I, you know, I'm, I'm realistic to know that, you know, sometimes it just doesn't fall that way. Um, but saying that is something we'll always keep our eye on. If you find another Quentin Nelson, <laughs> you will be an animal. Do you, yeah, are you a uh, best available or a position hey, look, of need I'm guy? I'm realistic. Hey, look, now, I'm very realistic. Those guys don't fall off the tree very often. No, <laughs> never. What do you say? Quentin Nelson doesn't he's fall off any tree. Yeah, he's incredible. Are you, a, are you best available or need? Best available. Let's go. Can't wait to watch your brain work. Yeah, Thank you so much. Available. Have an incredible combine, Chris. Can't wait to see what you do with the Colts this upcoming year. Uh, we're all pretty big fans, and even the diehard Steelers fans, the Colts yes. are their number two team. So we uh, we appreciate the hell out of you, man. You're very, very, very likable GM, by the way. We watched that press conference. We've been watching everybody's little press conference out there at the combine. Man, you, hey, Chris, you, you, I think you found what you're supposed to be doing for a living, <laughs> man. Pretty good up there. Good hair, too. Good hair. Well, look, I, the one thing I'm pretty realistic about it's like it don't take long for him to be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Ballard. Yeah. Oh, Chris, you're the best. All the best. Be good. You got it. Cheers, man. Good luck. That was incredible. Oh, so good. He's legit. You want to work for that? He's guy. real. Yeah. When I say GMs aren't supposed to act the way he acts, no, no not at all. Personable. A little inside information he was giving us. He's intellectual. He's breaking things down. He seems relatable, which is because they're the gatekeepers. Yes. Yeah. Right. If a GM wants to, you to be a rich man or a wealthy man or have a shot on a team, I'm not just talking about the first rounders. I'm talking about free agents. He's. They are gatekeepers into a whole new life, mm -hmm. and they normally take advantage of that position. Mm -hmm. He just seems like such a cool guy. Who I think that one in five could have helped him in the long run because it probably humbled him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's probably like, oh, I'm gonna remember this, and then whenever they get really good, he's like, Yeah, I knew it was gonna work out. Because there he said, That's what we do. Uh -huh. I love that answer. <laughs> I'm a big fan of old Chris Ballard. Very thankful he came on here. Combine's a pretty busy time for the yeah. Yeah. general managers of the world. I bet. Most important. He did that interview after his press conference while he was going back to the suite to get the binoculars out. <laughs> That's why he's in the elevator at one point. Uh, I requested an interview with him, and I got back like a. He might have some time on his phone in between press conference and getting back to scouting. And I was like, "What does that even mean?" He's like, well, he's got to walk from the convention center back to the stadium. He probably got a good like fifteen minutes there. I was like, "Can you sneak me in there?" And they're like, "Let's see what we can do." And that's literally what happened. Mm. We, you heard him actually do that. I would love to know who he's in that elevator with. Mm. Yeah. What if we ask him a question like, uh, what are you thinking on this guy? And there's like a, a Buffalo Bills representative in there. He's like, oh, he's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets out of the elevator and he's like, yeah, boys, everything was a lie there. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. Smoke screen. Oh, a lot of good smoke screen. Oh, it happens. All it's happening with free agents now. It used to just happen with draft picks. Now it's happening with free agents because everybody's becoming louder. Correct. Like, oh, teams are doubting Antonio Brown's willingness to work. It's like, who is doing that? <laughs> yeah. Who is saying they won't do that? I would like to hear that. Hey, he's passionate, right? Passionate, more passionate than most. Antonio, like I, I get uh, no, no. Ballard. 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 Like yeah. it's, I get it's a business, and he's like the CEO or whatever. But he, you can tell he just loves it. He loves, loves everything the, about football. Loves right? the game. He has to that 18, 12 hour days thing. Yeah, that's, that was crazy. Just sitting in a room. They're sitting in a room. There's some music on. I guess seems fun though. Yeah, it would be a great time. But I'm just saying to do that. 
every single day of your life, yeah. which is basically what a GM does. It's different. A fantasy football is awesome. Mm-hmm. There's really no repercussions. But whatever you're doing, you have to love it. Like he has to love what he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. You watch film just all day, every day on people. Mm-hmm. You think he watches interviews on people? Yeah, it's part I'm of sure. the process. Sure. Like yeah. in the film room. Uh, can you get me his media availability after week 14? But he had a bad game. And he turned on a video. He was like, oh, motherfuckers. Well, he gets angry. Imagine if you had Dr. Phil, though, right next to him. Oh, my oh, God. God. Bring Fucking, it on. Have Dr. Phil right next to him? I'm sure you somebody's watching. angry after the game. <laughs> I'm trying to find out your headspace when it comes to tackle football. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I didn't know you had that. I don't. It's not really a great oh, one. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I thought Dr. Phil were next to me. That was pretty good. Huge shout out to Chris Ballard. That might be the greatest GM conversation in the history yeah, of NFL GMs. Sure. Not sure. like there's any I, we, we should maybe get a like an NFL Honors Award for Definitely. that. Definitely. We love awards. I'd say Long so. overdue. Love an award. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We would love an award. Just mm-hmm. one. Prestigious one. one award. We'll build a shelf for it. Mm-hmm. Right over there. Put it right up there in the lobby, in the oh, main lobby. There. Put it right up, here. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> Zeno just pointed at every wall <laughs> in the I, studio. I know you can build shelves on windows. Here's you something can. interesting. Huh? I'm interested. That would work. It would actually work, yeah. <laughs> There's actually a lot of window uh, shelves that happen out there. What else mm-hmm. is interesting? Well, <laughs> it's funny you ask. Because studies... Yeah. You ever heard of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Scientific Tufts ones. University yeah, does a lot of studies. Tufts. T U F F S. I had a friend that grew up on uh, Tuff Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The further down you lived, the tougher you were. <laughs> 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 he lived at the end of the road. <laughs> pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he ran into a guy that grew up on Gritty Street. Oh, how oh, far down did he live? Yeah. Bad day. Cul de sac end of it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gritty guy. Killed tough guy. Ugh. Every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Every day of the fucking Every week. Day. Gritty sex. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. They do. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's true. Get it's out. a fact. Mm-hmm. But there's still a burglary every eight seconds in America. My what? God. Right now. One, right now. Two, two yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Got That's the a jewels. Shame. Damn it. Got the jewels. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Artwork. Give me your Thank dog. You. Not again. Uh, there goes a kid. The new big screen. How does that happen? Well, think about it. Do burglars give up just because some houses have security systems? Of course not. They just find a house that isn't protected. That's why securing your home is truly a necessity. So let me recommend this brilliant security system built by my friends at Simply Safe. Yes. yes. Woo! Simply Safe believes fear has no place, uh-uh. no place in a place like home. Not up in here. So they made their security system ridiculously smart. Simply Safe sensors will protect every point of access to your home. Doors, windows, garage, you name it. If a burglar even tries to break in, an ear-shattering siren will let them know the police already on their way. Phew. Mm, let's go. That's great. Better news. beat it, pal. Best of all, Simply Safe's 24/7 monitoring is just 14.99 a month. That's pretty nice. Less than $15 for a little sense of security. Mm-hmm. Damn. More than 3 million people already know how it feels to feel good to fear less with Simply Safe. Yeah. Oh, 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 very tough. Huh? 
So go with the only home security that I trust, that we trust, Simply Safe, by going to simplysafe.com slash McAfee. Go today and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash M-C-A-F-E-E for the home security that we all trust. Simplysafe.com slash McAfee. Safe and mm-hmm. simple. I have it at my house. It's really, really nice. We have it in the office. It's yep. very, very nice. Never yeah. fails. We capture the shot every stinking time. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Had an entire business meeting today while I just drained like seven, eight threes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Shout out Simply Safe for always watching over me. Always. Right over your shoulder. Not good for the pub normally mm-hmm. that those cameras work. No, no always. No, not great. A lot of losses. Not a lot to take from the pub, though. Ugh, just, One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, another loss for the oh, pub. Yeah. Cool. Another cheese. Uh, it's a different counter. We live in a world where we have access to data that gives us more personal insights into who we are. God, I love mm-hmm. data. What's more personalized than Best. your DNA? Now we can turn to our genetics for personalized health traits and more. Mm-hmm. 23andMe allows you to go beyond Ancestry to access more personalized insights about you based on your DNA. With more than 125 genetic reports, you can even gain insights about your health, traits, and more. Receiving your personalized genetic reports is just the beginning of this whole thing. You can take the next steps by talking to your healthcare provider or considering lifestyle changes like adjusting your sleep habits or caffeine consumption. Sorry oh, about mm-hmm. How about a little deep sleep? Oh, I need it. I like that. There's a deep sleep report. If you've always suspected that you feel more sleepy than others after missing out on a night of sleep, you might oh. not be imagining things. Your genes might be involved. Oh, yeah. uh, like jeans. blue jeans? No, the white ones. Blue jeans. Jeans. I beg your pardon. Great question, though, because sometimes a bad pair of jeans. You can't sleep yeah. in them. They're a psycho yeah. if you sleep in jeans. But think about if you have bad jeans. Right. Yeah. You gotta be real drunk to sleep in jeans. How about an alcohol flush reaction report? Does alcohol turn your cheeks as pink as a glass of rose? Yep. You may have alcohol flush reaction. Learn about the genetic factors that make it hard for some people to process the alcohol. Oh, fucking red face drunk. I turn red face every time. I feel like that's just if you're Irish, does yeah, it happen? Probably. Big but that's jeans. Irish jeans. That'll tell you. Those are jeans. This will tell you. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about the saturated fat and weight report? Uh, oh. Been there. Are you staring at me? <laughs> <laughs> a saturated fat and weight report can tell you about how your genetics may impact your body's response to your diet, Zito. Thank you. Learn if you are likely to weigh more on a diet high in saturated fat, even if you consume the same number of calories as other humans. Oh, I'm a low saturated fat guy. I'm sure you know that. <laughs> See what your genes can say about your health traits and more. Buy your health plus ancestry service kit today at 23andme.com slash P-A-T. That's the number 23andme.com slash P-A-T. Again, that's 23andme.com slash P-A-T. Incredibly dumb conversation today. You're going to enjoy these next probably hour and a half. <laughs> we got real loose in here. Is Dr. Phil here? Well, Dr. Phil likes to go out and talk about people's problems. We have issues in this office. I need to sit with each of you individually <laughs> and discuss our differences. Uh, full conversation happened about Dr. Phil later in the show today, and this did not come out until right now. I'm happy that happened. Very relevant and topical. Other than that, this show is going to get good. What we need you to do is send us what you think that bleeped word, word was. Oh, yeah. Yep. Send us what you think that bleeped word was from Chris Ballard right there. 
And if Boston Connor sees that you guessed correct first, we will give you $250 to the store.pymagic. The first person, the first person to get it right. Get store.patmacfishow.com for whenever he says they're going to start calling me or they call me. I'm not far away from whatever he said. Uh-huh. At the end. With the bleep there at the end that made us all die laughing. They calling me. $250 to store.patmacfishow.com. It's a lot of dollars. A lot of dollars. 250 of them. You can get a lot of stuff. Good job. Boston Connor, by the way, can't read good. Nope. Not a nope. good reader. But he'll be the ones reading your answers. <laughs> so good luck. We're pulling for you. You can do it. Put a hashtag. What he say? <laughs> One more time. That's hashtag. What he say? What? What did what? he say? <laughs> Get to the car. <laughs> Foxy, they've been coming after you for that shirt, man. All right, man. It's like a wind sail. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do, though? I mean, at least I don't wear the same thing like every single day. At least I'm switching it up for you guys, giving you guys some new ammo, giving the office some laughs. You're such a good guy. Wear the same thing every single day. I don't know. Take it how you will. I'm wearing a fresh shirt right now. There's only three of those things. Got a little extra of the dote. Foxy's wearing a brand new shirt today. Yeah, it's pretty new. Second time I've worn it. Did you Not order it here. online? You, I wore it once here, yeah. With a hoodie on top? No. Jacket? Up. No. Something. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Long sleeve, something. Swear, Tucked I, it in. Because you actually commented on it. And so you you said, like, uh, I had a shirt like that, and then we actually talked about how it's like a wind sale, and you're like, I can't wear it anymore. So you don't try them on at the store at all, huh? <laughs> no, I only shop online. Yeah. Literally only shop For online. For those That's listening so- at home, Foxy's shirt is... Uh, it's a boxy shirt. It's, it's large. It's very well. It's on my Instagram. Why? Check it out. Evan underscore Fox. Wow. Good luck, good luck. <laughs> Looks like you spent the night at your boyfriend's and took it home in the morning. Oh, wow. Ooh. You did not deserve Your boyfriend's SpongeBob? Well, I'm a skinny guy. Zeta's <laughs> <laughs> on fucking fire. I'm out of here, guys. <laughs> That's a walk-off. That's a show. Thank you. That's a walk-off. <laughs> <laughs> I got no comments. You, you win. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's been a rough week for the Fox. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just getting dominated by Zito's brain right now. No, that was pretty good, Zito. I'll give him a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's recap what just happened there. Let's, let's cut this out. If <laughs> Nick says, it looks as if you wore your boyfriend's shirt home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good pop from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Good line. Mm-hmm. Zito doesn't even let it sit. <laughs> nope. Powers through the crowd laugh. If said boyfriend that Nick is referring to is SpongeBob Square. <laughs> <laughs> what a magical moment in shit talking history right there. Unbelievable. He just got tag teamed without even, it was yep. like a boom, boom. It was a two piece right there. Foxy did not deserve. Didn't did deserve not. it, but give Zito a lot of credit. He hasn't had a line like that oh, in quite oh, some yeah. time. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. That's how you know the pub's thriving. The, oh. So you know uh, the pub's close right be, now. Uh, Zito's because, dropping hammers on Fox. Oh, yeah. Oh, because one buried the other. Camaraderie's yeah, never yeah, been yeah, like yeah. this before. You guys got in third place. You're feeling very third good. Place. Third, third place. Third place. Third place. We're feeling pretty good. We're bar shopping, you could say. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you are. Literally and figuratively, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. You guys are the worst. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that, I would say that we're, a we're actually big the third turn best. In this office. It's starting to get very insufferable. This office is t- took a big turn at the pub. 
What do you mean? Like bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh, like the bad guys think? now. You guys don't like us. Yeah, we're the bad boys. We're uh, the bad boys of the heartland. Bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it down. Mark it down now. Oh, Jesus. Tough to deal with. Is, Why? What do we do? What, what, yeah, what, what was we it? do, Tony? You're not. You're just not the same people you once were. I don't know. Well, oh, I don't think you're the same. Is that because you're not on the board anymore? Or? No, I never. Yeah, was. We did fire Nick oh, and Dave. But you wow. were in here. Yeah, but oh. nobody knew that. Nobody. We announced it at um, Christmas. But yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Forget, about, about, that. forget yeah, about Christmas. What do you want to be a part of the pub again? Is that what it is? No, I do not. No, not my sure. pub. Yeah. Sounds I, like I've it. gone on record and said I will never step back, step foot in that pub again. But your your isn't your jersey in the rafters? Yeah, the jersey's in there. So we made a lot of donations. I'm requesting it back. Cannot. No. Request denied. Oh. Uh, hold on. Let's actually vote on it. Uh, Zito Foxy. I think one, two, three. No. no. Nay. Wow. How about that? They said that's ours now, bitch, is what they said. Board yeah, members. Respect, exactly the, respect the decision. The furniture, <laughs> the liquor, pretty much anything that makes it a bar, we we gave them. Yeah, we appreciate that. So you guys are basically just a bunch of squatters in a residence <laughs> that are just getting receiving gifts to make the place appear as if you live there. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we do live there. I don't know what you mean by a peer. Oh, what if they don't live there? Have we thought about that? <laughs> that is interesting. Because that place, I mean, you, you guys could shithole? I mean- Is we, that how we would describe the place? Uh, gritty. I'd say gritty. I, I, yeah. I describe it as the nicest shithole you've ever seen. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, think that's a, I think that's a perfect- It's a college house. There's uh -huh. Champions Corner. Yeah, it's Champions oh, yeah. Corner. It's about to get better. They made uh -huh. the dining room, the living room- what clearly was mm -hmm. the living room, the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. took Pat's yeah. advice on that one. He said the kitchen is where it all happens. Yep. Which so you got to put the living room in there. Which is pretty yeah. true. I think. Great advice. Right. There's yeah, no right. dining Standy. rooms anymore. House. No. They're, no. Even, they're not they're even putting them in houses. That's typically where it all happens. If you have things like clean glasses, ice cubes, liquor, mixers. <laughs> any mixers. We have that. We have food, it all. Any food. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. Anything Milk. other than just like, catch, like a half bottle of ketchup. <laughs> yep. Fucking definitely old ass milk and butter that'll never like half used will never get finished. Got those two. Yeah, we. That's what we were. Just do I was describing your fridge in my head. Oh, is what, that what you were doing? <laughs> yeah, what it looked like. I think it was probably a nice squeak when you open it and close it. <laughs> Very nice squeak. Yeah, yeah. on all the doors too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very much enjoy it. Living room is going to be actually blown up into a, the pub war room. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Some, some more pub grades are coming. <laughs> so did uh, did Book you guys it. think we would do it? Did, did you think we'd yeah. get top three? Yeah. Well, I think that's oh, why. Yeah, you had yeah, 27 you items yeah. or so. That's You had your own newsletter. Yeah, you were going to get top three. Huh? I was going to comment that I think, honestly, as a third party here, like kind of viewing the thing, mm -hmm. that was when uh, the, the momentum swung opposite yep. of the pub's favor. Whenever, because there's money on the line, right? right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then the other contestants, some of which didn't have a real chance with their shirts, some of it, some did. They they feel as if you were potentially given you know benefits mm -hmm. like uh, NCAA would have to crack down and rule that these benefits that you're receiving mm -hmm. from multiple shirts being for sale for one thing an email news blast mm -hmm. just four or five that hours doubled your sales immediately <laughs> so, it was available for anybody <laughs> yep. yeah yep. good marketing yep. strategy it's not it wasn't our idea to send that out I mean Gorman wanted to go to trial yeah. about clearly it wasn't thing. your idea no no yeah, Gorman wanted really to go to trial so you know we went to trial watch yourself I did not say anything about trial mass hole I said <laughs> oh. I said we should look into it that's all I said Which, look at the text uh, yeah, trial is looking into it i would say there's a lot of suspect shit happening out of the pub mm. it all started uh -huh. when valerie fox bless her soul the chair mom of the pub yep. i believe yep. Yep. she bought a lump of shirts a, lump, a, lump, a bulk a, order a bulk a, a order family-sized family. order family yeah. order 
And everybody was like, wait, are they cooking the books? Nick was like, do I have to just start like calling family members to cheat like the pub is doing? Diggs was like, do I have to go back to the Italian club and be oh, like, hey, eh. we got some fucking guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Diggs was they one. Fixed it. Todd was even like, maybe we go back to the Marines. And maybe yeah. th- his whole you know, family. Guys thought about it. He was even thinking about getting his Taekwondo teacher whenever he was. <laughs> <laughs> Gorm, same thing. And, and they thought you guys were cheating. And that's when I think everybody turned against you. I've turned no, I've turned no Pat. You're really, back on the pub back side? Back on the no, pub. Not on the pub side. I never really was on it or anything. But I'm going to get deep here. Okay. The love. That yep. your mother has uh-huh. for her son oh, oh, yeah. oh. to get a new bar in a place that she lives out of state. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mother. That's motherly love. I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. Also, let's I, not let's not take away. It's a good, good looking fucking shirt. I mean, it's a good looking fucking shirt. It's a good shirt. I'm gonna give you that. Also, I'd like to add. I know why Diggs is mad, and Gorman actually brought this point up. His dad is a member yeah. of the pub, oh. so he. I'm actually. Yeah, yeah. We are getting that love, and his and brother Diggs well. is not getting that love, and so he feels I'm, a little. I'm 30 years lost. old. I've never got a year of love, so I don't know why now. It's like <laughs> <laughs> something to think about. It's not true. Diggs has incredible parents, but is that the reason you're not stepping foot in that place? Because old coach fucking bought a. a no, no, he's ignorant to what goes on here. So he does what he does. <laughs> oh, Listen, Italian club he shirts knows coming out not soon. What he does. Wait. I'll, I'll never question that man. Shouldn't oh no. oh wait you Damn. you will never question him no why well because his shirt is also hanging in the pub my friend oh, also man. retired in the God. pub my, right next to yours yeah, so what does that have to do with anything who's all upper in that shitty ass house that fucking condemned looking ass house that get him bed but it's getting you though <laughs> yeah, get me. so <laughs> we have uh, Connor's jersey from high school yep. which one which football one? which high school which one 45. which team did he quit from which school, which school <laughs> I graduated from I don't I have the other jersey but uh, we're not gonna put that one up yeah you're. A Starter and a finisher. Exactly. We get it. You're a yeah. closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. High school, most people. And then we have Zito's football jersey from high school. Away. What number? Two, three. Two, three. Woo. Just like Jordan. Mm-hmm. Why'd you point up? Z wearing the two, three. <laughs> the only center in the league to wear 23. Very flexible, by the way. Quick feet, Z with the number 20. You'd be helpful pulling guard, Z. Oh, my God. I basically did. Quentin Nelson. And then we have the A-Trains jersey from high school. Lord. And then right next to that is Coach Diggs, yep. and then we have we have Phil Maine's hockey jersey, yep. Plum hockey jersey up there, right? Mm-hmm. Is he still coaching that fucking high school? <laughs> I don't know. We played hockey today in the office. He you couldn't know. even coach me. Well, it, there was a competition happening. I don't think there was much coaching. In his defense, uh, I mean, yeah, not a lot of people could probably coach you, Zeke. Right? What do you mean? You're special. Oh, thanks. No problem, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only six times in the night in my life. Just saying. So Zito uh, dressed up in full goalie, mm-hmm. hockey goalie garb, mm-hmm. and we had a little bit of a competition for him to potentially win a new battery for his Kia since he lost it the last night, last day of the weight loss challenge <laughs> to Todd McComas. And I lost it again to myself. Yeah. yeah. In the pub. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've had a rough, you had a rough go. So today we're like, you know what? It's time for uh, what is it? What is it called? Uh, deck ball. What do people call deck it? Hockey. Deck hockey, ball deck hockey, ball hockey, ball hockey, ball hockey. Ball hockey. I, we call it deck hockey. Where we're from, yeah. But I don't think everybody calls it deck street. Hockey. Street hockey is what we call it. Yeah. Ball hockey, ball hockey, yeah. all those things. Zeke goes in net. Mm-hmm. He Brave. takes he takes shots from A train. All aboard. Uh, that's Diggs' new nickname, by the way. Mm-hmm. A-Train. <laughs> Choo-choo! Get off the track. Get off the track. That's his entire nickname. <laughs> A-Train. Choo-choo. Get off the track. Dot-dot. Get off the track. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I can't wait for somebody to see him in public. Same <laughs> Chinese yeah, day. <laughs> Get off the track! <laughs> Get off the tracks. Uh, he was shooting. My brother Jason McAfee was shooting. Great he, shot, by the way. Had a nice little cross up on uh, Z. They each got to shoot two balls, but. Yep. Uh, you get it. There was 12 of them, though. <laughs> Nick and Phil, though, are like real hockey people. Yep. So when Nick was shooting these fucking deck hockey balls, he hits it. Like, he can shoot. The, you're world champion? Yeah. WC. Yeah. World champion ball hockey player. That's an actual factual statement. It's documented. It's documented. You got the, the medal and everything. What country were you in when you won it? Italy. Italy? Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, we should definitely beautiful, look beautiful into that. Time. I mean, history kind of sometimes exposes itself. Mm. You winning in Italy is definitely a... Hey, we went through the Slovaks. We went through the Czechs. We went through Canada. Someone say it's <laughs> destiny. And we went through the Slovaks again. So the Slovaks were in the gold medal round? Yeah. Canada was in the semis? Divers, man. They love to dive. Oh, like, like floppers? Yeah, yeah, big time. Oh, my God. How old were you? 20. Let's go. Anyways, he's got a shot. Mm-hmm. He played defense in the ball hockey league. People would pass him balls, and he would just shoot it. Mm-hmm. Him and Jens Farley mm-hmm. were just snipers back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a defensive defenseman. I always just gave the ball to Jens Farley, and he'd hammer it home. He's a long, <laughs> he's a long stick. Okay. Well, in, my here, role. in here, you, in here, you got a rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, yeah, you, right. you got an absolute nice. rocket here. Fucking clapper. And Phil is a hockey coach. Played, played at Pitt. Played in college. Coached to college. He's got a little bit of a shot. It came down to one shot. Mm-hmm. Came down to one shot. If Zito saves it from Phil, it's the last shot. Phil actually missed on purpose to give him, yep. mm-hmm. give him a chance. Give him a chance. A little drama. Yep. Hmm. Is that what happened? If Zito stops this shot from the top of an NBA key, free battery, brand new battery for the Kia. He doesn't have to jump it every single time he wants <laughs> to drive somewhere. Yeah. Phil goes, yeah, let's do Phil did not doubt himself one no. time. He hit a slap shot, I, the fastest <laughs> slap shot I think I've ever seen, top right corner, and it was just like the fucking Daria opening. <laughs> it was just like Zito, like just do it, and then took off all of his clothes and walked it off. And you will, honestly, he's he alpha the fuck out of you. I will say, uh, my leg was cramping. It was my hammy, and I had something in my eye. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, no, seems, excuses, no excuses, though. That seems pretty convenient. <laughs> no excuses, though. No excuses. Uh, I take full ownership of what happened. Uh, I thought he was going to go. Glo- no, that was glove side. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah he yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's fancy. He, he went to the right side. pass. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking my left. Sorry. Oh, because yeah. you're goalie. Yeah, I yeah. thought you would do it to my. Yeah. It was your left. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was top right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yep. to the left, you got me. Yep. But yeah, I thought I could I could have got it. Uh, that thing in my contact though was really bad. I had to take it out. But no we're good excuses. Now. No excuses though. No excuses. These guys were winding up from twenty three feet away. <laughs> Literally, think about this. Twenty three feet away is what I was marking it off at. What are they called? Clap bombs. Oh. They were fucking. They were legitimately full swing slap shots at Zito just standing there. Something for the record as well. With one tiny little pad on his chest and cornhole bags on his dick. <laughs> Two of them fell out, and I was kind of scared about that. But uh, I'm gonna say uh, maybe 75 percent of the goalies in the NHL cannot stop half those shots. <laughs> I don't know. If that's a good stat. That's a good stat. Anytime you Jesus. start throwing numbers around, that's when people know you're right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, Z? Maybe 68. I don't know. I know who couldn't. Matt Murray practice. I mean, until I shoot on an NHL goalie, I'm not going to rule it out. Back, baby. That's what I'm saying. The Pens are going to make the playoffs. Pens are back. Pens are going to make the playoffs and probably go ahead and win another Stanley Cup. Bet on them every game here on out. You don't want to see the Pittsburgh Penguins coming in at the eighth seed. You don't. If you're Tampa Bay, you're shaking in your boots. Which month is the Penguins month? 
March month. of the Penguins. There it is. That should be a shirt, by the way. I'll write that. Hmm. Should be a think shirt. About it. Mm-hmm. Hockey guy. March of the. Yeah, hockey guy. I mean, think about it. Penguins. It's a little corny. Hmm. What was that? It's not, a little corny. Not if you do oh. it correctly. Wow. March of the Penguins. It's all in the delivery, bro. Corny, huh? Hey, say, hey mm. Todd, will you say March of the Penguins in a non-corny way? Uh, yeah. March of the Penguins. Oh, wow. wow. That was, I got Did you hear that? I said it like Bradley something. Cooper did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My head thing just one. Todd uh, unplugged it from the wall. I did? <laughs> <laughs> no, the yellow one, Todd. The yellow one. Uh, every, oh, no. Uh, Todd, one uh, shot. Oh, uh, <laughs> She's a waste. Oh, I got, Todd got so fucking Woo! excited. Tell me something, girl. Oh, he unplugged this already. I'll tell you what. What a magical moment that is. <laughs> and that's Todd. That's not your fault. There's Damn another. It. There's another outlet not right behind you, <laughs> but definitely one that can reach somewhere else. That is not your fault. I enjoyed the excitement there. <laughs> the court set up in the in this uh, studios. We're building a new studio. The there's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that have been decided. Oh, so many fucking changes to come. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say. Mm. I'm gonna make a change. There's a VCR. <laughs> 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 They're suing for a hundred million. Michael the Jackson estate is suing for a hundred million. Who for what? That documentary. They said HBO. It might be HBO. I'm not sure. For they're suing for Miguel. Miguel Jackson. No, no, not (laughs) (laughs) Miguel. They they're coming for him though too. If they lose this one, just know that. Mm. Oh, there are a lot of changes coming. Excited for it. We we. I like to think that a good trait of mine is, hey, if we want to get to from A to B, okay, uh-huh. whether B is a physical geographic place, mm-hmm. a metaphorical place mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a whatever, well, or a, jump. a goal or whatever, I think, oh, what was that? A better you got to jump. Mm-hmm. B, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm not... It's just, they really didn't have... A point I don't think that a was exactly on the... But... <laughs> Yeah. I have to get somewhere. That's B or C. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I, I am a pretty efficient person at figuring out, okay, how's the fastest way to get there, right? Like I am not a, I'm not a very patient human. I'm like, yo, let's get to there. That's why I think a lot of, a lot of things happen for me. You know, if, this, if I see something isn't happening, I'm like, ah, this probably isn't going to work out. Let's go somewhere else. I think we have the way to get to the B the fastest, and I think it's going to be the most entertaining way to do it. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm very excited about I'm it. I'm very mm-hmm. excited. We got some real cooking going on behind the scenes here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When these cameras and microphones are off, like when Todd unplugs them, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shit happening in here. It's pretty cool, too. I'm very excited. WWE stuff's crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen with any of that. I have no idea. How I'd could you? Figure it out. I don't think they do either, but they're equally is excited to have you as you are to be a part of their thing. Yeah. Hey, you they, can tell it every time they talk. They put they do that is the place that I feel like has most um enjoyed my presence. Yes. I, I feel like that. they just sit in a meeting and people are like, so what are we gonna have Pat do? And I feel like like Triple H is okay. You know what? I don't know, but it's gonna be fucking whatever awesome. he wants. Yeah, yeah. So. Whatever he wants that's yeah. the answer. But they are very, very nice. They've treated me very, very well. They put my video of me sawing down a uh, yeah. a yeah. crowd. Yeah. We 
a lot of people are like, oh, the WWE is saying this. And I appreciate that, that they're automatically assuming. But, like, Foxy and I, we thought of that video, and I did not think they were going to let that video. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just shooting stuff, sending it to them, yep. and then figuring out whether or not they'll let it go. The fact that they let that ride, I thought was one of the coolest things WWE has done in yeah. a long oh, time. Absolutely. Yeah. That is yeah. off-brand for them. That, that crowd deserved it, too, but They did. Yep. It they was, were not good. It was like WWE saying, like, hey, let's... I mean, we're a very large business. Mm-hmm. We are very successful, but there's this idiot that we hired to make content, <laughs> and he seemed to think this. And by the way, if you want to bury, I think they were like, if you want to bury him for this, go ahead and bury yeah, him. Yeah, sure, they got no problem with that. And it was a cool. It was a. It, it was just a cool intro to the the whole relationship. Absolutely. One take, by the way. Of course, always you know. one take. Ah, uh, the popcorn. I did land it on the first take, yeah. But the guy wasn't the guy wasn't shooting. They had nice cameras. <laughs> the, guy, the, guy, Real the guy wasn't shooting at the proper angle, so he asked me to do it again. I missed one. Uh, then I made the two next. out of three. This, is, this is BMI. I mean, one take is what we do. That's exactly right. And they had practices happening in the building, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I walk into them practicing, like training mm-hmm. yeah. and then i just start screaming <laughs> in the middle of it in the middle of everything with on the bleachers i'm like i wonder what these people are fucking thinking <laughs> none of them said a word really to me and i just walked out it was just like we came in for three minutes mm-hmm. and then i yelled mm-hmm. and then we walked out and i was like i wonder what they're thinking in standard that guy with uh is that a bob ross t-shirt <laughs> 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 They're all so nice, man. Mm-hmm. They really are all too nice. I had a com- full conversation with Scotty Tuhati. Those who don't know who Scotty yep. Tuhati is, he was the guy that did the worm back in the day mm-hmm. in the WWF, I believe. Was oh, yeah. Time. Great hair. He had great hair. He was, he was a hilarious. What's he up to nowadays? He's training down there. He trains people down there. Oh, really? Nice guy, too. Very. Like full-time gig trainer? He's like there yeah. every day? He's oh, a coach. Oh, they have him. different classes and stuff. There. It's like... They're really trying to take care of the business for a long time. They're like, let's make you do things right. Yeah. And it's really fucking awesome to see. Then the NXT people that I've got to meet and hang out with and talk, they're all getting called up to the main roster now. Mm-hmm. So do you see their entrances versus everybody else's entrances? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alistair Black comes out from underneath the stage with smoke like it's fucking like huge. Yeah. And then he's going against Kevin Owens, or Kevin Owens walks out and is just walking out from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, these entrances from the NXT guys are next level. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, I mean, that's one of the best parts about it is the entrance. It's like, huge. Just, just yeah. walking oh, out yeah. is such a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you're there live. I mean, that's a fucking show. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Alistair Black's felt like a new version of The Undertaker, too. Yeah. Like the, the whole music, the mm-hmm. whole vibe, it was awesome. The way they're, the way that you listen to the commentators talk about how they're like selling his story, right? Because they're trying to intro him yeah. to people that might not know NXT. Yeah. And listening to it, it's like, oh man, they're really trying to they're trying to like get him over quick. They're trying to push him pretty quick. They awesome. should, he's good. He's talented, he man. He's the ricochet dude, a lunatic oh. as well. Oh yeah. I told him to his face, I thought he was the best athlete on planet Earth. And he said, I I don't know about that. <laughs> if you think about their travel schedule, their everything, like the the day to day, the ability to still do what he does athletically without his body getting sore or tight or pulling or anything like that. I honestly think he's the, one of the best athletes in the world. He does Cirque du Soleil shit while traveling around the country in the back of a car living in a hotel. It's like so the same I, as Cirque du Soleil. No, they, <laughs> I, don't, I think uh, I think I his know. response was like, uh, "What about like LeBron James or something?" And I was like, "LeBron couldn't do near the shit you could do," and he said, "Well, I couldn't do near the stuff he could do." I was like, 
Fair, fair point. He doesn't throw his teammates under the bus all the time either. Hey, Hey, by the way, WWE, Kevin Owens comes in, takes Kofi Kingston, a friend of the show spot. We're not happy about it. Nope. We're not happy about it. No, no. The New Day came in here and did some really cool shit. They were awesome. I do find Kevin Owens as a hilarious individual. He did the Stone Cold Stunner. But hey, we like we're Kofi Kingston people here. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, not that guy that hates SUVs. Correct, Daniel oh. Bryan. Nope, we love That's SUVs. A weird move. We're it, like, bro. You think you think me driving this SUV is going to stop a goddamn volcano that's really <laughs> just cooking that ozone of ours? Have you ever been on a helicopter in Hawaii? It's just it's literally it's just cooking. Man. You might as well just left the stove on. That's what the Earth did. The Earth left the stove on. That's what a volcano is. And they didn't even know, too. They don't even know where the lava is. No. Left it on. Don't even know they left it on. Please, this... I don't think there's any hope to save that ozone if that's really what's happening. If, it, if it's, no it's from cows farting, remember that was a big thing. No, right? we, we solved this. Oh, we solved They're this. like, well, if the cows fart and if you drive cars and all this stuff, I agree. I'm all about let's save the ozone. But I don't know how that volcano is. Then we solve it. It's friction for all the people walking on the on the earth. Body yeah. heat, no extra body heat, body overpopulation, heat. Oh, overpopulation, I, mm-hmm. and the friction. Yeah. Well, and I always, I, I, to to my credit, I've always said the reason is rocket ships go puncture holes. Yep. Correct. That would, uh, so that's they puncture helping. holes in it, uh-huh. and then whenever the Earth's core gets hotter, mm-hmm. it heats up the, and melts the, the the stuff from underneath. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. to leave the back door. That open. by far is one of your most sound theories yet. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. We're all on the same page on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have anything to do with SUVs? No, That's what we're saying. That's what I've been saying. Or hairspray. Uh, I'll tell you off. what, I could see how hairspray Maybe could be a problem hairspray. though, because you just put a lighter up there and just spray. <laughs> There's some real <laughs> shit that happens. Those days were fun back in the day <laughs> when you learned you could do that. Oh, yeah. Jesus, let me the spiders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when oh. I lived on a farm, dude, I would, just, I would go through cans of my mom's hairspray doing that. I would just walk through the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk. My fucking hair you had a lot of friends growing up, huh? <laughs> did that to uh, Stretch Armstrong with Robbie Allerton. You did? Yeah. Oh, it was bad. You Ugly. guys know what a Stretch Armstrong oh, is? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Putty yeah. old putty body. Uh, Greatest no, toy My dad ever. told me he put one in the microwave one time. <laughs> stretch Armstrong? Yeah. <laughs> I got no idea what a Stretch Armstrong yeah, what is. That? Yeah. It, uh, Jesus. that makes sense. Zito, would you like to tell your millennial roommate? It's a toy that you can stretch out. You no, know, you got no idea. <laughs> what was his name? Stretch Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> you got no idea what Stretch Armstrong was or is. And it yeah, shows. it sounds like Gumpy. Or, or like the, whoa, whoa, Gumpy. We just hired Gumpy. Gumpy. Gumpy can't even Gumby. get into America. Gumpy, thank we, you. We can't even get Gumpy into America. Yeah, yeah, Stretch tough. Armstrong was a wrestler. Yeah, and he so he had you know just wrestling Whoa, like briefs uh, on, brief yeah. son or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was a muscle guy, and you had his jelly in him, and you could stretch yeah. him out different things. And he fought like a green monster guy and won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. The green monster was Gumby. Yeah. How far did you guys stretch him? I never had pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> pretty far. I, I know what it is, but I <laughs> I know one either. Look boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. They weren't very safe either. I think they weighed like twenty pounds. They were. They yeah, were heavy. Yeah. I knocked my that sister out with them. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a redneck if. <laughs> Knock your sister in a CTE protocol with a stretch Armstrong in the trailer. Todd, what a life you uh, You should write a book, Todd. You really should, yeah. dude. It would be we would be cool to do a thing. We should do a documentary on like toys that existed that like should have killed us. Tickle me we oh, oh, dangerous should have made everybody should have committed so, suicide. Yeah, Wheelies. Oh, dude. The Healy shoes. Oh, those were oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those were mm. death traps. Yep. 
I remember I put my friend's uh, pair of wheelies on, and I was so confused on why he liked them. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, why do we like this thing? And I was like trying to do the wheelie thing, and I almost ate shit, and then I had to walk to him, and I was like walking like I had heels on. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And then you see like those skater kids get them, and they're like <laughs> fucking grinding, and I'm like, bro, I, I guess you and I had different shoes. Those you guys had jarts, right? The lawn darts? Oh, God. No. Oh, no. no. Those no. rigs were a You guys. I you think guys, they were legal. Yeah, the they were probably we, illegal. Yeah, yeah you outlaw. guys killed yeah. somebody with yeah. that. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. fucking play because you guys. You would chase each other with them. Yeah, look at you. You could throw them a mile. They were so aerodynamic, but so long and on one pointy end, yeah. and heavy. Yeah. What was it, like it was a, a Nerf ball? It was a, no. it was a Nerf Vortex with a spike Imagine, on it. It was. Imagine the Nerf Vortex with a metal spike at the end for sticking in the ground. heavy, too. It had some. You could just whip it. Awesome. It's cornhole oh, yeah. on, on the grass. It was great. You could go 80 great. yards easy. You guys, no problem. You guys killed a few people. Oh, yeah. Probably, a lot yeah. of kids died oh, with yeah. us. So. Yeah, you can buy that. <laughs> a lot of kids. <laughs> By the way, the stories you're hearing from are from the two olds of the group. <laughs> Todd McComas, Jeffrey Gorman. They don't look old, but uh, they are. just proved they were. <laughs> yeah. You guys literally killed people. That's why we couldn't mm-hmm. play that game. Oh, a lot. Seatbelts and shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we oh, talked yeah. about this the other day. You got me on that one. I had to think about that driving home a couple of days ago. I'm like, motorcycles, no seatbelt. No what? S- What's the contradiction here? I so, mean, you know what I mean? In a in a car, right. you can get pulled over. No seatbelt. Mm-hmm. You can get pulled. It, and they said, they even gave like a commercial one time. They're like, cops are being trained to see whether or not you're wearing your seatbelt. Click belt. it or ticket. Yeah, yeah, click it or ticket was an mm-hmm. entire thing. I'm like, these motherfuckers are what? Looking at my left shoulder to see if there's something going? Yeah, like, what, what is the, the training? And then I get a motorcycle. <laughs> okay, what do I have to? You have to wear glasses. Oh, not even a helmet. No, just your glasses. I'm like, there's no seatbelt. There's no helmet. I just have to wear fucking Rex <laughs> But and I can go just as fast as a car. Where if I don't have a goddamn strap, leather strap across my shoulder mm-hmm. in the middle of a one ton of metal, <laughs> I can get pulled over and get a ticket out of my life. It makes no, none of the rules make it's sense. It's the craziest thing Not, ever that we of, have to wear a seatbelt. Can we make that a t-shirt? What I just said there? Just No, actually just a seatbelt across your chest. To wear while driving. (laughs) I do not. I got to put my driving shirt on. I would like to say, I do understand. Yeah, I I put it on so I don't have to put my seatbelt on. Yeah, but you're putting your shirt on. It's a little bit more. No, it's not seatbelt, though. Trust me. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit. That's why a lot of people will clip it behind them because from behind or face, if you're facing the car as you pass, it looks like you Mm. have the shirt. How impossible is it when you're driving by? To see a guy wearing a seatbelt, you just look for that little space, the little V created by the, you know. Oh, it was a it was a fear campaign. It was propaganda. It was fear mongering. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not this textbook. I do the. Uh, People do do the the click around. Some people do that. Yeah, in the vet, it almost came back to bite. Literally, (laughs) bite me in the ass because I I did it, and the thing was so tight. It was a brand new car. So it was sticking straight up, like basically in the middle of the seat because I left it clicked from the night before. Mm -hmm. So it pulls it back whenever the click thing isn't Mm -hmm. used to it. And that thing, I felt like I was almost penetrated. (laughs) Because I didn't even look at it. I was like worried about getting down so low. And I said, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I had to do the. So it's it's not all glitz and glamour for the non buckets. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Uh I'm not. A, I, I understand that there is benefits to wearing a seatbelt, but I am not a seatbelt person. I do too much moving. 
I do too much moving while driving. There's yeah. too much going on for me. It doesn't save. Nobody really knows See, that I, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody knows. Yeah, what is that dummy, that, that little test <laughs> dummy in that wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's stats that prove. <laughs> I'm sure there are. But what if it gets on fire? What yeah. if it catches on fire and melts the thing, then you can't get it off? That's why you got to have Scissors. a knife in your Yeah, car. you need a tool. You got oh, okay. So now I need a seatbelt and a knife. <laughs> I have I have a three-in-one tool. It's a flashlight. It's a window buster, and you can unscrew it. As yeah, it's actually very nice. Wow. Wow. You have that in the car? Oh, right yeah. Now? oh yeah. And a gun. Have to. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, the gun. Well, the gun <laughs> <laughs> you think that guy that stole a gun picked that knife thing up? It was like, oh, I can't believe f- he didn't take it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like the Sounds most cool. By far the most valuable thing in my car. Yeah, that's an incredible little tool you oh, have. Yeah, yeah. Watching mm. Dateline, a lot of I cars. I bought it the same day. I bought a, bought a life straw. Really? Oh, just you were in a big survivor mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a life straw in the car, too? Wait, hold on, hold no, on. Life straw's in my go How bag. high were you that you thought the world was ending and you needed a fucking survivor <laughs> straw? Definitely during the time that I was watching a lot of um, what's called Walking Dead. Yeah. So, uh, same time okay. period you bought an AR 15? Yep, exactly the same time <laughs> <Okay>. period. <laughs> You said you were on record as saying that was a good sales month. Well, you, <laughs> you were on record as saying that you don't understand how people watch shows and, and not adapt correct. to the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've said that. So I'm with you on that. I, I bought an AR, the the knife gun, the knife glass <laughs> thing. And, you are legitimately the perfect audience for most things. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm but very I, easily taken taken advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> when I was on the dive team, we used to train. We'd dive down like cars that were put in a quarry or something. Yeah. And you would take your dive knife, put it in the corner of the window post, like it's near the side view mirror, and you would get in there and you would twist, and underwater the glass would like break perfectly. Just put it and you could reach in. And the idea was, well, you do that, and then you can reach in and save the person, yeah. pull them out. I'm like, well, that'd be perfect for whenever I happen to be driving my car in complete scuba gear. <laughs> <laughs> and witness the car go into a quarry. <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna be in this scenario and save anybody, uh, <laughs> idiots. Oh man, I'm so thankful you guys are giving me this. Uh, <laughs> I just got so jealous when you called it a dive knife that uh, I didn't become a scuba diver and get one myself. That was the coolest thing. I'll be a diver, dive strapped on your on your leg. Sam and I thought about getting into scuba. You should do it it's once. Great, yeah. yeah. Are you licensed or Everybody whatever? Everybody should do it once. Uh, it's been too many years, but yeah, I was... Uh, my brother is. You can go do like a day thing, like a, on a I vacation. I heard it's awesome. And, yeah. Mm. Pretty quickly. Uh, a guy that I work with is a diehard uh, over at the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Diehard scuba diver. Right. Loves it. Like goes... Yeah. And I was I had a full conversation with him about how, you know, oh, my eardrum. And then found out that... Yeah, yeah. It's just Fixed. super waxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't tried it, by the way. After over a decade of being scared shitless of getting in the water and having two weeks of my life ruined, uh-huh. it's going to have to be something special for me to get in there. Plus, well, don't forget to get... To get- Certified, you got to take everything off. You know, you got to take the thing out of your mouth, and then you have to settle yourself, and then put everything back on. On in the, in the, the water, before while you're you down there in the pool, right? The they pool. do these yeah, at yeah. resorts. I see them always yeah, at resorts, yeah, yeah. like scuba certified. Things. Oh, yeah, that's that's easy. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's not bad. But I guess there's backup plans on backup plans down there. Like if your thing doesn't work, there's another tank. There's entire thing. I didn't well, know that. I would fucking hope. Well, no, in my head, I thought it was just. We That's got it. one pipe. That's what you got. We got one thing because you always see the pictures. There's just one little thing coming yeah, out. I'm like, uh-huh. I am not. I don't know who built that thing, but I don't know him or her, <laughs> and I don't trust them enough to just fucking make sure that they did their job tidy enough. What if it was Zito building that fucking tool? Right. <laughs> and if it's a you get it, it tool, break. huh? It's you get it. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll probably uh-huh. be dead, though. And, and that's that moment. But <laughs> he said, no, it. there's like backup plans on top of backup yeah. plans. Plus, like a, a instructor, I assume, if you do it on a vacation or something goes with you, yeah. they, they're probably It's like skydiving. I'm intrigued yeah. by this. You think a lot of people have scuba dived? A lot yeah. more people than I think of scuba dive? Because in the room here, it was what? Three people just said, yeah, I've done it before. It, it feels like I, a vacation thing. I feel like people scuba dive all the time. Just so people, for... people vacation by diving into the ocean. So we probably know a little bit more oh. about the ocean. Oh, than we do. oh yeah. yeah. Because I've never, never been at a resort and they're have like, we gone to a spacewalk on a resort? You want to go certified to go to space real yeah. quick? I don't think it's ever happened. No, Can't I don't do think that. you can do that. I don't no. think it's ever get happened. Certified no. to go to the moon, even at the all inclusives. I don't. Yeah, don't even Four Seasons. Yeah, uh, yeah, even at the Four Seasons, you, they didn't offer to yours. Yet. I was no. there. No, they did not say, "Hey, do you want to go?" To space? Well, it's quite it's expensive. We can't just give it to everybody, guys. But I was just oh. looking. I was just looking at the ocean, though. Not everybody. Yeah, yeah. I was just, and I saw what humpback whales were doing to yep. each other down there. They travel down. And I learned that I had never seen two aliens fucking up there. Scuba diving is kind of like uh, going to the moon, you know, because space and the ocean are basically the same size, right? Oh, are they the same? I think that's kind of how. Are they the same? Well, there's people that say we know more about space than the ocean. Yeah. And oh, those but, people uh, would be. I can't. It doesn't make sense. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, space is bigger than the ocean, though. Uh, yeah. The ocean. Well, I mean, space is well, infinite, they say. Oh, yeah, like okay. Oh, in, oh yeah. infinite. Yeah. There's yeah, oceans so. in space that we know nothing about. Good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. Oh, oh, I know. Huh. It's interesting. Ocean, though. Yeah, they're on planets that we know a lot about. Uh, w- w- every day it's a new thing isn't a planet, I, I feel like. Yeah, every that day. was once. They changed the classification, then they decided, no, this doesn't meet what we consider Call a planet. Call it by its so. name. It's Pluto. Yeah. Well, it turns out this is just a gas <laughs> ball. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> I just updated my computer. <laughs> and... To give, I haven't updated this in what years, probably. I, I updated that last year. Yeah, for but for every week it always um, pops up, and I do the remind me tomorrow. I've done remind me tomorrow. Oh, yeah. oh my for god! For no less than yeah. a year with this fucking computer, I just updated it here. It took three hours. Like we, oh yeah, I wow. I updated it while we were doing the Chris Ballard interview. <laughs> it just finished. Honestly, that's probably one of Apple's biggest flaws. Like, remind me in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Remind Why me in every week? day. Why are you so fucking needy, bro? I just said no yesterday. Yeah. Hey, what so do you say? Think? Because they want to bog your shit down. So no, buy means more. no. Well, this is the first thing. I, I log in. I get back. I had to log in computer, then Apple ID. Mm. Two different logins, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Had to dive back into the old memory bank for what year I signed this thing up and what was my password at that time. Armbar. Haven't done this in a long <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> Dick Z. Dick Z. Dude, what the fuck? It's A-Train now. A-Train. A-Train. Get off the tracks. There was. Couldn't remember it. <laughs> Anyways, the first thing that pops up, they haven't even let me get back into my thing yet. Uh, I signed in both, and the first thing that pops up is help Apple and app developers improve their products and services uh, not automatically. Today. Not today. Use Mac analytics with Apple. Help oh. Apple improve its products and services by automatically oh. sending diagnostics and usage data. Oh. Diagnostic data may include location information and... Oh. What are we talking about? Mr. Jobs no, and I don't send them your diagnostics. Don't I didn't do get it. any of that. Yeah, but this is this is them just telling us like, hey, by the way, what we have been doing before, yeah. but since the Cambridge thing happened, now we feel like yeah. we should at least I, tell you. I do that. the diagnostics all the time. Yeah, you would. Well, here, hold on. This one is share crash data with app developers. Help app developers improve their apps by allowing Apple to share. I mean, crash. I'm sure it would, but yeah, that's what they tell you. Yeah, well, who knows? They're you ever hear back from what them? They're really doing. Look, there's no option. There might be no other option. You gotta say yes. Mm, you don't have to. No, I just hit continue. This is America. You could do Oldest you scam want. in the biz. Classic. Trying to get your information. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. This is like, mm-hmm. uh, can you get your email? So in the case you want to return something, those fucking stores. Yeah. 
<laughs> this gas station should have got to end, by the way. Well, I talked about this the other day. What are we talking about? I'm what? tired of it. I go through a whole uh, goddamn Wonderlick to get gas. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to tell them my uh, area code. Oh, or, yeah. I got yeah, yeah. to tell them my zip code. Mm-hmm. I got to tell them if I want a car wash. It's 14 degrees. Yeah, Don't mm-hmm. want a fucking car wash. <laughs> they got to tell me if I want a receipt. Mm-hmm. Then I got to type in this and that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then it's finally like, okay, now you can go. Mm-hmm. And my shit doesn't work. My shit doesn't stay. My uh, thingy doesn't stay. Tough life. Oh, my gas pump. What's that? On the gas pump. It doesn't stay when you're filling up the gas. You got to hold the whole time? Yeah, yeah, but somebody sent me a thing that said put the gas, cap, the gas in cap. cap in there. Yeah. Capless truck. Oh. Yeah, our Ford F-150s don't have a capless, capless thing. Hmm. I'm out there with my jorts, 14 degree yep. weather, just holding that thing. Uh. Holding that thing, watching everybody just judge me too. <laughs> uh-huh. Just put the thing in. It doesn't don't have work. a cap, fucker. It does, yeah. Hey, buy a cap. Two bucks. AutoZone, something like that. Keep it next to the seat. Boom, boom, boom. But then how do I know when it's done? Click. But if the cap's in there, it won't click. Yeah, it'll just keep pouring. Yeah. It's going to go all over the place, start a fire, burn down half the city. Oh, Oh, wow. Mm. I don't want to do that. that? No. It would be warmer, though. It would be. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Todd walking through his bar and spraying hairspray all over the place. (laughs) I saw a guy the other day pull away from the thing with the thing in. Done that. You've done that? Done that. Uh, I did it. Does it explode? Sure. Everybody no, no, no. in here has done that? No, no, no. Never. Absolutely no. not. Uh, you got to be a simpleton. Oh. Mine just, it just. <laughs> Try doing it as a state trooper in uniform in your pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. But Todd, you, oh, you really? went into the convenience store, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I had yeah. to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, your hose right. is stuck in my car. <laughs> oh, so mine, mine the, hose just, the hose just flew out and was just laying on the ground. So it wasn't anything bad. And you just left. No, I wouldn't put it, put it back where it's supposed to be. <laughs> That's what the guy did that I saw. Mm-hmm. The guy, while I'm holding it, right, mm-hmm. he just he just pulls away and it, it starts making like a mm-hmm. like a sound, like something's being. I'm like looking around, like what is that? And then all of a sudden you hear a poof, poof, and it just comes <laughs> yeah. flying off. <laughs> yeah, and then it just starts bouncing on the ground, and the guy just stops. <laughs> and you see him have like the moment of, did I? Oh no, yeah. eye contact. Yeah. 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 No, he gets out. Gets out. He's already in. He now he's in the middle area where people are driving through okay. oh. spots, and he's in like this pretty nice old Beamer thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's parked in there, so now he's got traffic stopped because mm-hmm. traffic is trying to get through. He gets uh, out head down. Yeah, me, I've never seen the head go down yeah. quicker. Around grabs the thing, mm. rips it out, puts it back in the thing, gets in the car, gone. Didn't say anything to anybody. Then obviously the workers came out and said, "Hey, this guy." Started yelling, <laughs> and I just like I put my shit in head down, got in my car, and got the fuck out. See, for us, we have we have the stoppers that do work. It's very easy to get distracted and forget that you're even at a gas station. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I answer some lady's question, and she need to know how to get somewhere, and I tell her, and I forget. Oh, I'm I'm at a gas station. I'm getting gas. Sure, I was just scrolling. Got in my Twitter. car. All right, let's go. Yep. Hold on. So you were pro- you were protecting and serving the community. Oh, yeah. I help somebody else. Ugh. Got distracted. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> asking me a question, lady. Hey, when you were a cop, uh-huh. did you view situations where people were like broken down? I assume this is a yes because you're a good guy. But I watched a cop just roll right by a guy the other morning. It was broken down, and it might have been four degrees. Oh, and he just rolled too. right fucking by the guy. I, I've never, the guy might have been even like trying to stop him. <laughs> and this cop, he did like the guy with the beamer and was just like, nah, not fucking today, bub. It's real cold out there. Is that something that's talked about? Like, hey, 
I mean, like, you're a real dickhead if you do it, but I've seen cops do it. I see them do it all the time, yeah. especially here in Indy for some reason. They just roll right roll by. Right by. I couldn't imagine doing it myself. Isn't that serving to protect and serve? I mean, you're getting you're on the clock. You're getting paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might as well do your job and at least like, hey, I'll keep my lights on behind you so nobody smashes into you while you call somebody. He pull uh, up next. Beheim. You pull up. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus. Thirty-one. Fucking that made the Schmidt list. Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna ever do that, Ty? Yeah, I am. I, there's a couple people that I'm ready to. I just I, I don't know if I want to do audio first or the video first, which I don't know which uh, which way you want me to do it. Okay, so those listening at home, uh, I've been pushing Ty. I've been pushing Ty pretty hard mm-hmm. on having his own podcast where he just saws people down because mm-hmm. ty goes on these rants just by the way i don't want to say he gets uh, is it off the hand off color off, off the, the handle off the handle that's something right yeah right. yeah flies off the handle flies off the handle out of nowhere and it'll be something so small so minute and then it's just before i even get a chance to know exactly what he's talking about it has been ruined in a very poetic fashion. Oh, and you can see it on his face that yes. he's fucking full of hatred. It's disgusted yeah. with whatever it is. Well, it could be anything. Person, yeah. place, or thing. It could be anything. And he is just mad at it. I'm like, we need just a, a show of rants. It doesn't have to be long. Mm-hmm. Things have to happen to you in your everyday life. Because mm-hmm. I see it every single day that mm-hmm. you would like to just mow down. Oh, yeah. That a lot of people, if they heard it, they're like, oh, I'm on this guy's side. Yeah. I'm with him. Yeah. Now, granted, that would have to be a show that's like, my thoughts are not similar to my employers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because I would not like to be directly tied to the hip of the Schmidt list. Mm-hmm. But I think it is something you should do, Ty. Well, and it's finding that fine line, too, between, you know, sawing someone down at the knees and then doing a little bit too much and sawing them down at the ankles, which you don't necessarily want to do. There it is. It's it's interesting. It's a real sweet spot when it comes to hate. It really is. It takes a a lot of years of practice. Speaking of, Joe Rogan's trending right now because he had Alex Jones, our guy, on his show. Oh, Oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, Yeah, speaking of fine line of hate. I wonder how that went. There's a guy that crossed it a couple times. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That guy just fucking jumped right in. Fuck, we wanted him. I I DM'd him. We did. Joe Rogan, though, is right now, if you're going on a podcast, you're going on Joe Rogan. He had Dr. Phil on, I think. Dr. Phil was holding a (laughs) flamethrower. What? Serious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an incredible interview, by the way. Guaranteed. Because if that's that's Dr. Bull. Talking to Joe Rogan, it's going to be a good one. Wow, we're going to learn a lot about Doctor Phil in that interview. <laughs> I think, yeah. his, I think his brain is top shelf. Doctor Phil's brain is top shelf. You think Doctor sure. Phil smokes the weed? Probably. I think he's dabbled. Mm-hmm. Where's he from? Texas. You think he mm-hmm. could be doing better with his life if his brain is top notch? Better, like instead of fucking dealing with he's catch me outside, girl. What are you? What, what, maybe, no, I'm not saying for himself, Todd. Oh, you mean as Just far as the people happiness? he could help? Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, you're saying, saying like he, he should help other, like, do more yeah. serious psychological. Well, she did blow does, up. Though, but, but that's a very, that's not a normal thing. That's why it is such a big deal is because it was a very different situation. Uh-huh. She was literally threatening Dr. Phil, the crowd, and her mom the entire time. Dr. Phil could not crack bad baby. I yeah. <laughs> you're asking that guy <laughs> to be is. very noble. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's well, got he a is, lot of earning potential. And I think this was post his career, like, too, right? Like, kind of like how um, Judge Judy became a TV judge after being a real judge. Can yeah. you be a judge on TV? Yeah. Uh-huh. Can yeah. I be a judge on TV? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Do I have to be a lawyer or anything? No. It probably helps. You can be appointed a judge. <laughs> Zito's a priest. 
I mean, why not? Zito's ordained. Do you know that people yeah. reached out to him? Not a priest. I might have a gig coming up in October. <laughs> how much we charge him? What is it? I don't know. I thought it was free, but I. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, what do you? I was yeah. like, how much you ask for? Like three, four thousand. So you pay a priest to come to your wedding? Absolutely. You pay everyone. I know. Every, every, you pay everything. Everything. At a wedding. Oh, I'm happy we got into this. We're in wedding planning right now. Oh, buddy, mm-hmm. I can't wait for you. You got a free ordainist. Good luck. Right here. Get ready. Hope Sam, you gave a budget. Sam was. Oh, that was brought up last night in bed, like right before I went to bed. Like as I was falling asleep, there was like a, so what is the budget? And I was like, well, what was that? And she was like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny conversation. Wedding people are hustlers too. Like yeah, you'll yeah. get a wedding videographer, 20 grand, bang. Yeah, they take uh, two yeah. years. They're hustling. <laughs> Will they finish the video? Uh, yeah, because they charge 20 grand. You see, when I do it, do it. <laughs> I'm not charging even over a thousand back in those days. For those that don't know, uh, Foxy used to be a wedding videographer. Yep, nice. through hi- high school one. and college. And he made a little good money on the side. Yep. His last job as a wedding right videographer. Before he came here. <laughs> yeah. But a week before he came here. Beautiful couple. Beautiful, beautiful couple. Gorgeous. <laughs> Still together. Paid good money, thank God. Uh, he <laughs> he completed the task. Last yeah. Yeah. A go. year last and a half later, he finished the wedding video. Oh, yeah, I like okay. this. They're still together, so it's a, it was probably a pleasant little surprise. They're like, oh, look, here we let's relive our happiness. Yeah, I felt pretty terrible. I'm a terrible person for doing that. I'm uh, giving their money back. And, oh, hey, oh, boy. Video turned out good, so I'm happy. And they were very nice about it. I got lucky. Like, he could have been Bridezilla. <laughs> so, might be, months not be for here. a fucking video. <laughs> yeah, any so of the people CGI I married would have fucking killed you. I'm telling you that right now. What's yeah. that? I say any of the girls I ever married would have fucking killed you. <laughs> <laughs> This has become an interesting thing, though, because I'm like kind of intrigued by it, you know? What's that? Yeah, oh, it's interesting. It's all new. Like, I'm intrigued by it. I'm hearing things. Like, she's like, oh, I met with blah, blah, blah. We got a great price on blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> Did we? I'm like, what is blah, blah? Like, why is that even needed? Well, because, and then I'm learning about the wedding process, and I'm like, Oh, I didn't. I did not know we needed that. I just thought we we're putting some chairs in there. <laughs> needed all, Pat. Dude. Guy stands. Needed all. Maybe we do a. Yep. Yep. All right. Kiss. Mm-hmm. We out of here. We out of here. <laughs> now is she, is she getting like a wedding planner who will coordinate all the little things? Ooh, okay. Lopez is really good. So wedding planner was what I was referring to there. Mm-hmm. We got a oh. wedding planner. That we got and a. Then she will take Sam to. All right, we're gonna go try wedding cake on this day. She go huh? with her. Food. She. Well, that's kind of fucked. That was pretty know. sexist to me. Could be a dude. Yeah, could be a or dude. Yeah. wedding planner. I believe it is a female though, so okay. you should feel good. All right, about it. you could just Woo. act like you knew it. Yeah. I told you off air that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you off air that it was. Plus, like, in Indiana, pretty good odds. Oh, is it? <laughs> Nick just buried. Nick's got the shovel out. Uh, yeah, but that was it. The wedding planner. So was- this is going to be quite a thing. She's going because those wedding planners really invest a lot of time in this. Really? Like, yeah, it's great. Because she's probably going to take her on what? Oh, fifteen or sixteen different things. What's that? Dresses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and multiple yep. stores for each one of flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flowers. I heard multiple uh, day excursions. Oh, the floral arrangements. Yep. Whole big thing. Table But you get to taste a lot of cake. silverware. You gonna have a cookie table? What's that? Pittsburgh cookie table. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There we go. Turners. Mm. I actually don't know. To be honest, I would say yes. I'm saying yes. Indiana don't are, know about it. We are 50 in on a cookie table as of this moment right now. Let's go. Since Let's go. Put right. your foot down. Right. We are. Right. Uh, yeah. You put that foot down right now. You want cookies? You want cookies? Yeah. You want cookies? Yeah. You want cookies? Me. You, you put that foot down. I'm there too. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that cookie table. 
chocolate fountain? Oh. Cheese, yeah. Cheese fountain, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I want a chocolate fountain. <laughs> yeah. What about nacho cheese fountain? Oh. Definitely that. Nacho cheese <laughs> Now we're talking. KFC okay. gravy fountain? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's a hard attack. Mm. Don't bring KFC to my party. <laughs> <laughs> No promises. <laughs> DJ, she gonna let you pick the DJ? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, she's gotta. That's yell, a big. She's gotta deal. yell yep. back to you. That's a. That's one of the biggest deals out of the whole thing. There, I was told that I handle entertainment. There's okay. a couple things Not. that matter at a wedding. It's the DJ and the bar. That's literally yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. this is what I'm thinking. I, oh, we get, the pub could bring our bar. I, True. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> pub might not even be invited. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, you guys should keep going down that the path. Awesome. I thought I was filming it. That would be awesome. You guys no would be, way. <laughs> 18 months. You guys, would park, you guys would be parking cars. Yeah. <laughs> the pub will be invited. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'll, I'll park Peyton Manning's car, drive it into a tree. Whoa. Sorry whoa. about that, Peyton. My he, bad. He will not be there. <laughs> <laughs> he will not be there. I believe there's a good chance that some notables will be there. Yeah, though. sure. Mm. Some notable. There will be no cell phones allowed at this. No thing. cell phones. No, yeah. smart. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Box. very mm. smart. Awesome. But the the what the reception is what's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So normally by the reception time at the weddings I've been to, I mean I'm pretty liquored. Up. I'm oh, about yeah. gone by oh, that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember the fine details of the receptions. I just know that it's like a hall. It's like a. It's like an adult dance basically happens. Yes, right? pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DJ is mm-hmm. the most important. Thing. Everybody. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if I'm going to go DJ. Or band, whatever. That's what I'm oh, saying. Band but, but, be but, great. Entertainment is the most important thing. You guys are going to enjoy what I was thinking, though. You should get the guy from the movie. Well, Steve Miller. Who? No, no, no. Uh, the Dan Band. The Dan Band. The Dan Band. Yeah. Oh. Fucking oh. Dan Band. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking need you. Yeah. Oh, man. I should. You I have totally looked into it. it. I have looked into it. He's not that expensive. Oh. Okay, oh. look at us cutting okay. costs. All right, I was thinking dueling pianos. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. Oh, so cool. Oh, shit. Both, both, hey. both, both. <laughs> We have a budget. We know, we know a couple dueling piano guys. I know, that's why I yeah. thought oh, in my head that you guys awesome. would love this if we got the dueling piano. Because that's a good, that's a party that's starter. That's a good time. Absolutely. That's yeah. all we're trying to do, oh, right? Everybody's just trying time. to have a good time. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, you just put the aux cord on, and you're good to go. True. Yeah, we got a couple playlists that are heaters only. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Literally, I have a playlist titled Heaters Only. <laughs> Who was the DJ at the New Year's party? Oh, Griff. Griff. Griff yeah. And we're getting Griff oh, Donner. Yeah. High school hockey coach with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yes, there's a lot going on with the wedding, man. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Every night I get full recap of everything we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been pretty cool about it all, though. She does, I think, want me to... Be a part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, I think hey, you I, should. It's your yeah. day too. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's yeah. your day. It too. is. Well, we're getting chocolate chip cookies. So, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we are. Yeah. You think the the cookie table is just chocolate chip cookies? Oh no, no, There's sugar cookies. You ain't fun. never been to a snicker doodles cookie table wedding, my friend. There's no, a I lot haven't. of cookie tables over there. Oatmeal, a lot raisin. of cookies over there. Dunkaroos. Yeah, it's basically just like a an assortment of every mm, cookie. You that would you be can an have. oatmeal raisin guy. Love uh, oatmeal raisin. Who said so? Do I? I love oatmeal. Oh, so do I. I love them. Hey, I'm with you, boys. Does that make you feel good? But I'm so. Hey, does that make you two feel good? Hey, I know it's an old cookie, an old cookie. You like it too, Gorms? Nomino with your gums? Uh, no. <laughs> I gotta have, uh, believe it or not, I gotta have nuts in my cookie. Oh, oh. that surprised me. You tea bagging son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <Nope. Zero>. <laughs> Kids <laughs> on fire. Kids on fire. Today. This is, hey. Hey, I'm gonna yeah. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeffrey, you did not deserve that from Zito. <laughs> so you like a, a white chocolate macadamia nut? Is oh, that your favorite? Oh, I don't mind that. I like oh, that I one. Like, I like bad. those a lot. Yeah, I, I like the macadamia. I like I those like, a lot. I like peanut butter cookies as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll, but I am a cookie motherfucker, though. Mm-hmm. Now, I will eat the oatmeal raisin. I'm down with the oatmeal raisin yep. as well. Yep. Yeah. But it's nowhere near my favorite. No. no. The, the circle one that has the chocolate Hershey kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That one is also pretty high on the list. Gold. Chocolate chip, OG chocolate chip cookies. I'm my big thing. M&M cookie guy. Yes, me too. I don't mind the M&M cookie. I'll eat it, but it's not. It's like not a in monster my... cookie or like a cookie that just has M&Ms in it? I don't know the first one, so I can't answer Never had your a fucking question. Monster the cookie? monster ones are big. They're like the silver dollar cookies. I'm not sure I've ever had them. They're monster. huge and they just have M&Ms in them. Yeah. Hmm. So it sounds like something I enjoy. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Girl Scout cookies on there? Above. Okay, so there's one that I like. It's not the popular it's one. It's the peanut butter one. It's a peanut butter. Tag along. Tag along. Yep. Peanut butter patties. That's 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 long. Long. Hey, those Girl Scouts are some hustling sons of bitches. Oh, yeah. They're, They're all in the grocery stores right now. Yes. Where's the more? Yeah. Where's the money yeah. go? Where does the money? The, uh, into the new uniforms? Is it the same uniforms? Summer field trips. Years. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So where to yeah, sell yeah, more sure. cookies? Yeah. That's why they, they go on field trips to sell more stuff. That's a rascal. Good labor. You ever see The Boss Camp with Camp Melissa Camp McCarthy? Oh, such a good movie. Great movie. It is an underrated movie. It goes. It dives deep oh, yeah. in the whole entire Girl Scouts. Oh, yeah. We hold you in our hearts, mm. and when we think about you, it, it makes me, me want to fart. It's this thing came apart. Donkey <laughs> <laughs> lips. I used Donkey to watch, lips. I used to watch that oh, show. Yeah. Ugh. Great right, show. Right Bobby Dude Budnick. Ranch. Hey, dude. <laughs> there we go. Bobby Budnick was a son of a bitch. <laughs> he was the man. <laughs> I loved Bobby Budnick. <laughs> Such a hard ass. He told me it's not a memory week. This week, it's not. That's why he hasn't remembered anything he said or has done this what week. What does that mean? That's not true. I remember some of the stuff I said. And done. He said it's a creation week, no, no, a memory week, creative week. Yeah, yeah. Can you use both? I don't know how no, Foxy lives with you, fucking too. I honestly don't know either. I think this one might be why Foxy's new Foxy. Yeah, because he oh, went to Miami. No way. We know why. New, come on. He went to Miami, experienced life without him for a few days, and was like, no, "Man, no, this no, is no, so no, fucking no, nice." No. Gets back in the house and like <laughs> forgets everything. Pub is at its strongest it's ever been. I can't stress no. this enough. This makes so He's much right. sense that he, they're rubbing off on you. What hey, do you mean? Well, whenever he was, he let his guard down yes. in Miami yeah. of stupidity Yikes. because he was just kind of relaxed. <laughs> he comes back into the pub, forgets that he has to put the shield up. They snuck yeah. in his brain. Okay. And you guys kind of took advantage of a vulnerable Foxy's yeah. brain coming fresh out of vacation. You guys mm-hmm. penetrated quickly and made him a fucking idiot mm-hmm. like you guys. I've been trying to figure out what uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. It happened. So no, far, this is the best. Don't give in, Fox. Fox, no, don't this is not what happened because one of the first things you did was yell at me when you got back. I always you know what happened after I that? You probably you. dug back in. You broke him down. No, no, no. Believe oh, me. This morning, actually, Fox woke up. We had a nice little debate about this where to guy, put the, this the mouse trap. guy. We have a mouse trap up on the counter so everyone can see it. He goes, oh, let's move it down right where our feet are. That'll get the mouse. And I'm like, dude, that's going to get my fucking toes and I'm going to be pissed off. You guys are a bad house at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, the mouse a, a broken house. Yeah, it's a broken house. <laughs> Not even a little. You, you guys are staying together for Zito. I do agree yeah. with Barney. <laughs> mouse trap yeah. should go on the floor. It should go on the floor. Once Zito graduates and moves out, you guys are splitting up for sure. Yeah. Zito's I love how I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited, though, that... Um, do we pay our electricity bill? Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why the website will not let me pay it. <laughs> I swear. You guys are about to get kicked out of your house? We're usually Just no electricity. Did you ever hear probably. a story where we lost electricity for like three days? No. <laughs> yeah, so our old roommate that used to live at the pub before the pub was the pub uh-huh. didn't transfer it over, and we had no electricity right. for a whole For three night. days. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, it was two days, right? Two days? It was like a, yeah, it was like it 12 was, hours. 
Fucking delinquents. I, I I told you guys the time about the house. Uh, my pipes busted my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Why we were in Atlanta? I still have not gotten that updated. Now they're stronger than ever. Really? What do you mean? Like you it's mean? still busted? Oh, they got to come in and do it. You haven't scheduled it yet? Not really. No, there's just there were just fans blowing down there for like uh, a week straight, I guess, because uh-huh. they were trying to blow, dry things. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, we've all talked about this. My house is too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's big. It, it goes is on a, forever. It is a part of I should have bought it. It was a poor decision. <laughs> oh, that's a nice But house. you did get a good buy on it. It's, it's very nice, beautiful. good price. Yeah. And it is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of the house that I don't see. Sure. It's like annual almost. Like I see it annually. But it's very <laughs> nice when you see it. In that part where the pipes happen to be in a part of that, I don't I don't even see once probably once every <laughs> three, four years that part of the house. So I don't even notice. And I got like a, a text message call from people like, hey, are we going to finish this pipe bus thing? I'm like, whoa, completely forgot about that. <laughs> and they're like, sir, there's a wall missing in your house. Like, not in my house. Yeah. No, not me. <laughs> not me. My house is up here. It's just a bedroom, <laughs> living room, you kitchen. You should just take one room in, in the house and make it like a seasonal adventure. Like one room oh. is the Christmas room. You always have a Christmas tree up in mm-hmm. there. Next room. Yeah, we got to take down decorations. Halloween, every day in there. Like the White House has like the, this yep. is like the, the blue room. alley. Yeah. This is the JFK Banks Marilyn Monroe room. Uh-huh. Well, this is where Abraham Lincoln did his thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the Lewinsky room. Oh. Ooh. Wow. There would definitely be a room. What are we getting We're in? talking about the White House here. What are we doing? Political scandals yeah. now? You're That's... telling me Lewinsky's not going to be uh, a room in there? Come on. You're telling, us, you're telling me that our show has become a political scandal show all of a sudden? Yep. Not a political Jesus. scandal show. We're talking about the White House here, okay? Monica's a nice lady. Nice lady. I'm just saying that room specifically definitely goes down in White House infamy. <laughs> we We're not here to bax the heads of... Our country, or the Jesus. people that gave the head to the heads of country, <laughs> <laughs> or stuff the cigars in sacred office. Mm-hmm. See, you seem to know a lot about it. Are you a political pundit? Oh, big, uh, yeah, 42 was a good guy. 41, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> His brain's pretty lucid. This show, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt him right now. That's pretty wild. I think 41, that's right. Uh, no. yeah, I think he's 42 because Bush is 43. Yeah, he came before Bush, 42. oh, and then 44. Yeah, and the other Bushes, the doubles get me. No. I've been watching political uh, documentaries. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Learned a lot about Saudi Arabia. Me too. Designated Survivor. You like it? Uh, that's, not a, <laughs> that's technically a documentary, but I understand what you're saying. The Saudi Arabia Uncovered documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. that freaked me the fuck out. I'm going to be honest. Those that are one's, scary ones. They, like the country as a whole? Well, what's going on? Well, it was like, when you know, when we were alerting the world of Jim Kong yeah. uh-huh. and a lot of things, we talked about it first. And then everybody else started catching up Correct. to we it. We did a lot of good. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like we did with the Jim Kong update. We spread the word. Mm-hmm. We were, and I say this and I mean it, we were two months ahead of the mainstream media. For sure. Two months ahead with yeah. the Jim Kong stuff. Well, when we got tipped off, Senator McCain's people were listening. Yep. Because he really enjoyed the segments. And then McCain called him yes. little f- chubby guy. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Called him. Little, little fat boy. kid. He thought, yeah, he thought he was. I don't think he said, I don't think McCain called him a fuck boy. <laughs> a little fat kid. A little fat yeah. kid or something like that. We we think it's directly because of us. For yes. sure. Anyways, he's back in the news now because they're meeting or whatever. They're resolving mm-hmm. relations. Mm-hmm. But I I saw some stuff on North Korea where they snuck a camera in, you know, and they filmed stuff. And it's uh-huh. like, holy shit, this is insane. Mm-hmm. That happened in Saudi Arabia. Somebody took in an undercover camera and started showing around Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like public killings and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like sword head off type Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Wow. Stonings, too. Stonings happening. It's like Dark Ages. Yeah, it sounds like the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. What what are we living in here? It's 10 BC. Well, when did those pyramids come around? Uh, 2,000 years before Christ. (laughs) 
I wasn't as impressed with the pyramids from the documentary I watched with Morgan Freeman finding God, <laughs> and Gorman is still upset about that because <laughs> they're just rocks and dirt right now. The one was really bad. The I one pyramid was in bad shape. Did, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, the other ones look good though. Thousands of years old. I mean. Should have bought the warranty. What about the Sphinx? Watch your mouth. Lost its nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's thousands of year old. Saudi Arabia, though, scary place. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of scary places. There's documentaries on Netflix right now that are exposing a lot of things on there. Like, I, I, I signed up to watch a documentary last night about the Nazi era, and oh, there was geez. actual footage of just dead bodies. I'm like, is this even allowed to be? We and I'm like, a- Netflix has no fucking rules. There's just mm-hmm. dead bodies here. Right? Yep. It makes no sense. We live a pretty cozy life. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I couldn't sleep after watching a fucking documentary. I was like, just... It was terrible. It was, don't dive into the political documentary world. No, no, People no, no, need no. to know, though. You know, sometimes you got to be reminded. That is true. Okay, that's why it used to happen. Don't because if you don't be that way, study yeah. the past, it's due to repeat itself. Exactly. Oh, Dixie with a great quote. Yeah, sure, smartest thing sure. he's ever said on the show. Thanks. You should, you should put that on a shirt. Hold on. Mark that. Time. I'll, I'll write it down. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, innocent until proven guilty. That was one that the news gave me credit for. True. Ooh. Headline news. Mm-hmm. Pat says. So. I plead the fifth. Oh. F I F. Fizz Dumbest show of all time. Thanks for listening. Hashtag end gang. Hashtag end game. Um, can I I need I need documentary recommendations. You know. The ones I've seen, basically all of them. Mm-hmm. I need a documentary that is not a popular documentary that I should dive into. Send me a what's that called? The picture of the, like the artwork, screenshot, the movie poster. Oh yeah, poster. Oh, all that shit. Send yeah, me a picture yeah. of something that I, that I um, should watch. And if Sam decides we we can watch it because she runs a remote now, oh, we'll watch charge. it. That'll be it. And uh, other than that, have an incredible, incredible weekend. Uh, Heartland Radio 2.0 coming out tomorrow with some Friday bangers. Gonna want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bang, bang. Bang, boom, ring. Boom. Does anybody have any good ones for tomorrow? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was an overwhelmingly Coming positive strong. response. Zito's shoes just lit up for the first time in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wild scene here. Wild day. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to us. We can't thank you enough. Cheers. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top. That I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone South of the equator Navigator Gotta hit the road Gotta hit the road Deep sea diving round the clock Bikini bottoms, lager tops I could get used to this Time flies by in the yellow and green Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm
dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the huts I'm feeling like a someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the huts I'm feeling like a someone We got two in the front, two in the back Sailing along Shotgun underneath the hot sun 